Blog Talk Radio. To, uh, to slot machine it and just pick somebody. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Go. I'm making sound like Okay. Stop. Yes, finger stopped on somebody. Nice. Well, close to somebody. I'm going to scroll up a little bit. Lock it down. Alright, let's see. This is a girl. A woman. Ooh, a girl. Woman. Why don't you talk, tough guy? I remember exactly where I was. I want you to take this call. I want you to take this call. If this person answers, I would like you to say, um, here, what's this? This person's name is Ray Ray. Ray Ray? Really? You're going to give me to a girl named Ray Ray? But crying out loud. All right. I want you to say, hey, Ray Ray, how's it going? And start a conversation with her and ask her if she's listening to Urban Jungle's radio, which she probably obviously is not because she would know who you are. And if she is listening and she calls you out, then we'll reward her. Absolutely, we'll reward her by hanging up on her and ensuring her. Oh my God! Okay, ready? Okay, we're on with Ray Ray. Here we go. Ray Ray. All right. We should pick up. Reach the Sprint voicemail. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave a message. Four, go ahead. Nine, four, zero, eight. Hopefully, we got the right number. Voice message. Press one, or just one. wait for the tone. Hit one. To send a numeric. Page. Hey, it's gonna go. I can't press one I'm on the computer. It's confusing. Just, okay. just feel. At the tone. Please record your voice message. <laughs> when you're recording, you may hang up Please or press phone for more options. Hey, Ray Ray. How you doing tonight? That's good. You listening? Okay. Well, I guess I'll talk to you later then. Give me a buzz bye. Urbanjunglesradio.com <laughs> It's a good thing you're married because you got no game. <laughs> Dude, I, I told you I suck. You sound like like a white guy trying to buy drugs. (laughs) Hi, Ray Ray. (laughs) Hi, is this Ray Ray? Or is this Mr. Pookie? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh my god, dude! That I'm, was... I'm an embarrassment. Okay, I'm gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself. Oh, okay. One more. I'm, dude, I'm you... fucking. I'm getting hot in here, and I have the air conditioner. Now. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm walking out the I love it. Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> oh, this is a great one too. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I love it. All right, wait. I've selected a number completely at random, I promise you. It better be at random. Totally at random. Okay. we got to remember this shit. Okay. I'm laughing very hard here. Yeah, you are. I'm sweating sweating buckets, man. This is disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm choking on my own spit. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a webcam, dude, because I want to see this. Okay, ready? Here's what. Um, um. Okay, here we go. Dude, I'm fucking hanging up. I'm, I, 
Oh, my God. Yeah. I got to go take a call. Hello, how are you? By the way, um, your your voicemail is very good, and uh, it got Andy at UrbanJunglesRadio.com, just so you know we gave you a call. and uh, it, Please it was, listen back to my sheer embarrassment. <laughs> you can listen to Andy calling your voicemail at www.urbanjunglesradio.com. <laughs> that was great. You, you were having a conversation. The following broadcast may contain mature subject matter and extreme awesomeness. Listen at your own risk. Attention, jungle junkies and new listeners worldwide. It's time for the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. It's the Urban Jungles Radio Show. With your host, Danny Mendez, the Beastmaster, and Andy V. Prepare to enter a new stream of consciousness, higher level of awareness, and an overabundance of awesomeness. Streaming live at the speed of light from the worldwide interweb, straight to your brain's core. It's the world famous. Urban Jungles Radio. World theme. Fucking smooth as hell. Urban Jungles Radio. <laughs> you couldn't tell from that uh, little audio clip we played. Yeah, we're smooth. <laughs> we're smooth like fucking butter. Well, well I am. Andy, you on the other hand. I don't Sound know. like a white guy trying to buy drugs. <laughs> good times, Andy. Good times. So many yep. years ago, and and so many wonderful memories since then, and only a few near arrests, <laughs> and a couple of other life-altering moments, including some moments of life flashing before our eyes. It was uh-huh. a fantastic fucking journey, Andy, and that's why this is Urban Jungles Radio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. My jungle junkies, and welcome to you, Andy, and welcome well, to our listeners worldwide. I want to wish you a happy Father's Day, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And uh, on that note, I'd like to wish all of our listeners out there happy Father's Day. Yes, happy Father's Day to everyone. And yes. um, even those of you that are mothers more than fathers, it's all good. Yep. <laughs> and uh, happy Father's Day to the women who had to be the fathers. That's true. The strong, independent women. You know, I don't... See, why should we do that, though? Because on Mother's Day, we don't do that to the guys, do we? Like, on Mother's Day, on Mother's Day you're not, like, shout out to the dudes out there who are doing it by themselves. No, because... I have. Absolutely. You, don't, you do? Oh, because yeah. I, I, I would want to take away from it being Mother's Day, so I don't think you should do it on Father's Day. Does it really matter? <laughs> Honestly, at this stage in my life, it all matters. Andy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe, maybe it doesn't matter to me since I'm not either. <laughs> so. oh, you're, oh, you're a mother, okay, Andy. Don't you worry. All right. <laughs> anyway, welcome to another fantastic episode of Urban Jungles Radio. Um, this evening, I think. We're going to be speaking with Dave Kaufman. What did you think? Um, I think okay because there's a situation, Andy. Right, like. Normally, when when you are going to to have the auspicious title of being a guest on our show, um, I'm usually in contact with you within like 48 hours or so okay. of of the show, and we touch base, and I make you feel good about coming on the show and stuff. And um, well, that couldn't happen with Dave. I couldn't confirm with him recently, mm-hmm. um, because I'm I am serving out the final 12 hours of my Facebook ban, <laughs> and I'm, I've been unable to message or communicate. With yeah. anyone. Oh, Andy, what have I not done? And you can ask the Facebook community this. What have I not fucking done in the past week on Facebook? Which is what we're going to be talking about this evening really as well. We are, we are going to be speaking about some of the amazing interactions that went down on social media this week. Sure, interactions. 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 <laughs> and, um, yeah, we're going to get down to a lot of that good jazz so don't you worry out there we're we're gonna catch you with with some awesomeness momentarily and, and like i think look dave i think you might have actually joined us andy see see Woo-hoo. go dave i don't even have to tell him he's a pro at this already like I of don't course he's a pro him. he's been doing this for how long like decades he's herper since he filmmaker, had short hair audio recorder extraordinaire he's all of those <laughs> He's awesome, and he's Dave Kaufman. That's right. He will be on momentarily. So, yeah, we're going to catch up with that. And um, I don't know. What else, Andy? Have we, we weren't on last week, so. Ugh. I don't know. Nothing really too exciting happened. Oh, the whole alligator shit happened. 
which is, of course, interesting. Yeah. We'll have another chat about that later, maybe. Hey, we can talk about that. If we have time. I don't know. It's not really too high on my list, but, of course, there's, like, alligators eating kids, and the world freaks out again. And Yeah, yeah the first time in, in, you know, 45 years of a place being open is the first time a alligator... <laughs> and then one shows, up, one shows up a fucking Splash Mountain, right? Do you think that was a plant? Because it was, like, a small one. It was a very small one. That's what yeah. I was wondering. But, but if you look at a, an aerial map of... It's know, inevitable. Look at the, all the tributaries and the channels. It, yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Well, why couldn't it happen when we were there? Andy? I was thinking the same thing, man. Do you know how quickly both the of dudes us? sitting there with the fucking pole, like quack, quack, quack. This alligator. You would have had to grab the alligator. Yeah, like just jump on it. It's a fucking baby. Just grab it yeah. and be like, uh, uh, run away. Whatever. Anyway, it's it's. America, mm-hmm. we're looking at having Donald yeah. Trump as a president. We're all screwed anyway. We're either looking at uh, a, a Donald Trump president or a Hillary Clinton president, and uh, I think we're going to be screwed either way, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, no matter what, we're screwed. So bring the alligators, bring them all, bring let them all. Armageddon begin. I'm taking nature's side. I've seen. Yes. I'll always take nature's side. That's true. Honest. I hate to say it. Yeah. But I think, I think now's the time, though, when we need to like move. To Costa Rica or Cuba <laughs> Off or the grid. somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> Off, somewhere surrounded by reptiles and off the grid and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Well, that's a fucking plan, Andy. I'm for it. I say so. I'm for it. I say we uh, we kick this episode into gear of episode number two hundred and twenty. Let's reflect on that. Two hundred and twenty. Two hundred and twenty episodes of Urban Jungles Radio. That's, That's like well, four hundred and fifty hours at least. You already did the math on this. I did. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Because I know Dude, you're not that fast. Four hundred and fifty hours of of us talking. And people listening, that's the most shocking part. I mean, it could be 450 hours yeah. of us talking, but like people listening and responding, like it's yep. fucking great. It's crazy. But this is, is episode 220. We are going to get into gear. I'm going to enjoy this. I can't even tell you, dude, the last time I had a beer. And Andy surprised me with a, a Stella this evening, which I don't think I've had since I was in London with, with of course, the love of my life. I'm a luck. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to enjoy citrus beer and and chill with our boy dave and get him on the line and and have a good time andy are you ready yes i'm ready this is emma lock from the human centipede 2 and you're listening to urban jungles radio Join Danny Mendez live every Friday night at 10 p.m. in his quest to bring you the very best in cold-blooded entertainment from special guest appearances to you of the Our next guest this evening not only possesses those long flowing locks that we are all jealous of, but he is one of the most renowned filmmakers in the reptile world. Um Obviously, a very well-known presence. If if you are at all a fan of reptiles, you've undoubtedly come across Herpers, the Herpers series of movies, and uh, have enjoyed his work. So, without further ado, let's get the man on. Let's do that. I think maybe Dave, are you here? Are you joining us? Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me just a second. Oh, dear. oh boy. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> Good, Dave. How are you? Do we interrupt anything, Dave? Uh, doing good. Doing good. <laughs> did, did we interrupt your uh, your hair washing schedule? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had the same phone on mute. What did you hear? <laughs> Nothing. We heard water running. We heard something. We... <laughs> Sacrifice, Mr. Coffin. <laughs> welcome back to UJR, sir. It's a pleasure to have you. Well, back thank you, sir. Thank you. So you have been up to all kinds of amazing shit. We've had a release of another Herpers movie since we've spoken to you last, and you have just really been, it's been that long. Yeah, yeah, has we've, been. We've had, ah. we haven't had one I think a couple of years, dude. I mean, we harassed you. Damn. Fairly frequently basis around the world as we catch up with you in our many travels together, where we inevitably find you hiding away in the bowels of. Yeah, that is pretty cool, isn't it? 
Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> but I just chilling out in Chicago. So yeah, we definitely see each other more than I think you've been on the show. But but uh, no, yeah, I no, think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. Well, long overdue, and and uh, I want to hear about these world travels, man. You've changed like tremendously since, not in in a good way, since the humble little Dave that was you know battling the giant mosquitoes of Minnesota to get films <laughs> and across the land. Oh no, I'm 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 still here in Minnesota, and I just almost got flown away. So they're still here. <laughs> I will well, never be- leave Minnesota. Never. <laughs> Uh, well, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I will. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. actually looking for a house outside of Minnesota, so maybe I. No, I'm kidding. I hear um, Prince's place became available. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> no, no, it's not too soon. It's just, it's, it's one. I, honest, honest to God, it is one of the saddest things that I has ever happened around here. And you know, yeah, Prince was internationally famous. Of course, he was. But for us here in Minnesota, you know, Paisley Park is here. It's right five, you know, five ten minutes from my from my front door. He was he, he was our celebrity. You know what I mean? And you know, the, the the entire world loved him, but it really hit home. So yeah. Anyway, and, and to to answer Andy's question, Dave could absolutely rock purple. I think he can. Dave, no, seriously, like, actually, I love wearing that? purple. <laughs> yeah, why am I not surprised? I do. No, seriously, getting back to that, that's that's like interesting that you say that, you know, because I think that's a concept a lot of people don't grasp about losing somebody on a large scale like that who is your yeah. homegrown, you know, person. And and he was, I mean, let's face it, he's fantastic. We all grew up with him, um, you know, since he's like Batman. I had a new respect for him after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst soundtrack ever, but I rocked it. It was like between that and like Vanilla Ice, it was great. So, <laughs> oh, only Prince could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. No, but seriously, yeah, yeah, that's it's a very sad thing, and our our, our huge respect for Prince. But I, I think you should. It is totally... now. I, I was on that note, you should strive. Oh, what were we gonna say? What? Huh? God damn it! Don't ever talk to me. I'm not. What? 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 Joke. Go. Go. Say what you have to say. Go. <laughs> I don't know. Is mine more important than yours? I don't know. Uh, no, I was just going to say that the, that the, the, the Prince tie-in with Herpers was that, okay, so the Revolution, Bobby Z, who used to be his uh, drummer for the Revolution, he and I are good friends, and after the Revolution, um, you know, he started a music label, but then years later, he started a um, a movie distribution company here in Minnesota. And so Bobby Z, Prince's old drummer, had the distribution rights to all three Herpers movies. No shit. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he didn't do shit with them. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I'm still, kidding. it's a good tie-in. Yeah. He wasn't the guy. With yeah, the yeah, mask. yeah, yeah. He wasn't the guy with the mask. No, that was the guy on the keyboards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Matt Fink. You, you need to change your name to a symbol from now on. I think. That's appropriate. Well, it's time to carry that sword. Some, some say I already have. I think it should be like it should be like a little circle with a wavy like line on top of it for his hair. Actually, like I that. think I should spell it D A V with a long A accent over the A. <laughs> oh, you should make the E invisible and only cool people. Oh, I'm a genius. What? <laughs> oh, my God, I'm away. The E is there. Can you see it? <laughs> I grew hey. up in a very poor family. We couldn't afford many vowels. Tommy, you just came back from Thailand, and that's like seriously yeah. still yeah. up there for me as one of the places oh, I feel like. You gotta that. go. You so, gotta yeah. go. Well, how'd you get there? It is. Why did you go there? All right. Well, to to make a a short story really long, as I'm prone to do. Um. So when I was in Israel, in well, a year ago now, I was in Israel. And, you know, filming some herping episodes and, you know, hanging out with some really awesome Israeli herpers. These guys are diehard. And so one of them, my friend Yonatan, was saying, you know, you've got to go to Thailand. You know, there's you, you walk down the city streets of Bangkok and there's water monitors and there's Tokay geckos and there's snakes and I'm like, in the city? He goes, in downtown Bangkok, there's reptiles everywhere. 
Jesus. And I was like, hmm. okay, this I got to see. So he and I actually planned a trip to go there, and he just got promoted at his job, and so he couldn't make it. So I called up my, you know, my lifetime herping buddy, Jeff LeClaire. He and I have been all over the world together. And I happened to be talking with Mike Pingleton, and, um, you know, I said, hey, we're going to Thailand. He goes, that's on my bucket list. I was like, join us. And it, and it came together just like that. Nice. And yeah, yeah. And so we, we had a choice whether we were going to go in February or whether we were going to wait until the rainy season because, you know, more reptiles come out in the rainy season, of course. Mm-hmm. And we would have to work harder in the dry season, but it's also easier in the dry season because all the animals, you know, congregate around whatever water sources they are, there are. It makes sense. So you don't have to like scatter around the jungle looking for them. You just sit by the water sources. And that's where we found the majority of the, of the animals that we found. Like the jungle um, book. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, we spent two weeks there. We, uh, we herped Bangkok. The last episode of Herper's TV was, on the uh, Kuntsawapa Memorial Institute's snake farm, which was just an amazing, amazing place. For those of you who have seen the episode on Herpers TV, you know. Uh, and then just today I finished the episode uh, about herping Bangkok, which, as Yonatan said, right in the middle of the city. I have footage of us along like this, this bank of a highway, and Jeff pulls a, a wolf snake out of the bushes right there on the side of the highway. <laughs> nice. I mean, it was just it was just incredible. And it'd be worth to see the damn. You know the, cult, the culture is amazing. You know it's a it's a it's a it's a Buddhist country, so that you know greatly appealed to me. Um, and we got to tour some of the uh, some of the temples there, and so it's not just about going there to find the reptiles. It's about you know, immersing yourself in the culture of these different places as best you can. Was it safe? Absolutely. I never once felt like somebody was going to rip me off, a cabbie was going to drive off with my luggage, all the horror stories that you hear, nothing. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I've got long hair and a beard. and I, <laughs> you stand out entirely. I, 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 you know, I look intimidating, but for people that know me, I'm just a big goofball, you know, I, I, I wouldn't hurt a fly, but you know, for these, you know, Thai people who, you know, staying chest high to me, see me walking down the street, you could, I could just see, you know, this, almost this instinctive reaction of fear. And then I would smile and wave to them and all that fear would dissipate and they would smile and wave back. And then those that, you know, did speak some English would come up and talk to me. Where are you from? Da, 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 da. That's right. And, you know, it just, there was no apparent xenophobia in any of the people there. And it was just really cool to see that. That's fantastic. What about, like, as far as getting out into the field and stuff like that? I mean, you know, it's, for me, it's always well, a shady thing going out to the field with somebody. What we did is actually Mike... Well, Mike and, and Jeff and I, we would talk, and we would come up with a wish list of what we wanted to find. Of course, retics and cobras were, were top on that list. And so we did a little bit of research, and we knew that if we were going to go all the way to the other side of the world, that we didn't want to, you know, kind of do it on our own and say, well, we'll walk down this trail and see what's, you know, we, that, that would be a waste. So we actually hired um, actual herp guides uh, from Tauntaun nice. Travel. And so I made a, a deal with them that we would spend two days in Khao Yai National Park, which is over by Cambodia. Well, it's in between Bangkok and Cambodia. And then we would drive from Khao Yai back through Bangkok, south of the peninsula to uh, Kankerchan National Park. Both these places were the most magical places I've ever been in my life. And we, it was, it was, I, I just, I, I'm having trouble describing just how incredible this place was. There were macaques everywhere. I got in a fight with some of them. Um, <laughs> I, I very stupidly got out of the car with uh, a granola bar, and these macaques just came out of nowhere. <laughs> and they started punching me. And I'm like, you know, get off me. And I'm like literally having a monkey fight right there in Thailand. 
<laughs> and so anyway, I'm 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 trying to pick out the alpha male. And so the alpha male actually jumps on the hood of the car, makes a flying leap at me, pounds me a couple of times on the chest, and then runs off, and I'm like, that's the alpha. And so he came at me again. I just punched him right in the face, just cold-cocked <laughs> him in the face. Because I knew that if I, if, I, if I punched the alpha, he's going to run off and all the other macaques are going to run off too, which is exactly what happened. And it gave me, like, just enough time for me to scold myself for being a stupid idiot for walking out with, a, with, a, with a, essentially a candy bar. And so I threw it back in the car. And they all came back, and we all made kind of friends. And I stuck my camera in their face, and yeah, it was—I it was, mean, it was just—it was just incredible. And then you know we're 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 in this field, and we're looking for uh, butterfly agamas. And all of a sudden, this huge female elephant just starts walking like out of the woods into this field that we're in. I'm actually, I'm actually hearing my voice echo back to me on the phone. So I'm like, I can't tell if you guys are talking or if I'm hearing my own voice echo back. So, you know, just say, shut the fuck up and let me get a word in edgewise. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, go, go. Oh, we're, go we're, we're enthralled in your story. You have the goddamn female elephant coming out, and you cut off there. What the hell are you doing? Absolutely. You so. Anyway, we forgot all about the, the butterfly agamas, although we did see them later. And I'm taking just tons and tons of footage of these elephants, and I'm like, this is the most majestic megafauna being I have ever seen in the wild. Oh, my God, this is a live wild elephant right in front of me, or maybe, you know, 100 yards away. But, and I'm like, I am just absolutely enthralled with elephants now. They are so majestic and so beautiful. And, and, and then we get to Kau Yai. And we're road cruising at night. We're looking for Pope's Vipers, which we didn't see any. And we're in a place that our guide arranged for us to go. About maybe a week before we got there, there was an American tourist that was killed by the elephants. They, he was, she was trampled to death trying to get close enough to photograph them. And so the entire park made a law or a rule, rather, that they – Everything was shut down after 6 p.m. You could not leave the campsite, whatever. Mm. And I was like, well, there goes night herping. So mm. our guide said, these guys know what they're doing. Let me just take them to this spot, and we're going to come right back to camp. He said, if anything happens, it's my job. And we're like, your job? If anything happens, it's our life. <laughs> so we, we go, and we, we're, we're walking down this dry riverbed, and we're seeing – species of frogs that literally took us a couple of weeks to identify what we were looking at. Awesome. And, but we didn't see any pulp vipers. But anyway, as we're driving back to the campsite, my whole bubble of good feelings towards elephants and how majestic they were flew right out the window as this big bull <laughs> elephant comes smashing out of the jungle, paces the car, and I'm sitting in the back seat, and I'm looking Ooh. up at its eyeball. Oh. And I happen to notice that there's like this oil coming down from its head. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And he just, he, you know, my, the guy slammed on the brakes and he ran off, goes down about 50 feet and turns around and flares his ears. And the guide is freaking out. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, if the guide is freaking out, maybe <laughs> we should be freaking out too. And so anyway, he's like, I can't go back. You know, I can't go. In. It's a little dirt road. I can't put it in reverse. I can't go forward. Our fate is in this elephant's hands right now. If we do anything to piss him off, he's going to charge this car and kill us all. Yep. And I'm like, okay, now this is herping. <laughs> and so anyway, we're watching this elephant kind of rock back and forth as he tries to decide whether or not he wants to turn the car into a tin can or not. And what does Mike Pingleton do? He rolls down the window, sticks his camera out the car, and takes a flash photo <laughs> of this already enraged elephant. The guy is like, no flashes, no flashes. And I'm like, oh, nobody knows where we are. 
they're going to uh, find our mutilated bodies in the jungle, you know, a, a couple of weeks later. And I'm yeah. like, you know what, though? I'm going out the way that, you know, what am I going to be, 80 years old and dead on a deathbed? No, I want to be trampled by a goddamn elephant. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want that story to be told. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> after about, like, what seemed like an hour-long showdown, which was probably only five minutes, the elephant starts turns around and starts walking down the road. So we wait about ten more minutes. Guy turns on the car. We start creeping down the dirt road. And we're like, okay, all right, I think we're safe. And the elephant comes out of the jungle again. And this time, he, uh, we, we literally thought that we had pissed him off enough for him to just, all he needed to do was shake his head and the car would be overturned. And that would be it. And he just crossed back into the jungle, and my guide hit the gas, and we we were probably in a little tiny little dirt road. We were probably going seventy miles an hour down this thing. Jesus Christ! Well, obviously, I made it back in one piece. But did you get? Yeah. Hey, did you record this? Or is this- I'm hoping you record this shit. But okay, here is the stupid thing. We had, you know, oh, I yeah. I bring three or four cameras on these shoots. And so I have, you know, my, my, my main camera on a tripod and it's a, you know, it's a collapsible tripod. So I can just set it up real quick when I need a shot. I have my GoPro, which I had a, you know, the suction cup adapter, which we were, you know, we had it on the trunk or on the hood rather when we were night herping so that, you know, I could get the shot of something crossing the road. And Jeff had his camera, his video camera. He was taking footage as well. So there were three cameras. We were so both terrified, amazed, enthralled. I mean, just every, like, holy shit emotion that you can name when this elephant charged us. Only when we got back to the campsite did we look at each other and say, did you film that? No. Did you film that? No. Uh, How the hell are we going to Thailand (laughs) to film? And the one event, the one event, Nobody had their camera on except for Mike, who pissed it off by taking a flash photo of it. You amateurs! What a terrible amateur! <laughs> Total amateur! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total oh amateur God. moment. I mean, it really was. But no, I mean, it, it's sorry for all of the fans out there, but this one is permanently that that movie is permanently affixed in my head. We gotta try and recreate that, that somehow. Just, like, somehow. Can we? Can well, we do a you know what? I'm, I'm going back to Thailand one day. No, 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 no. It, it, it's Hindley. We need a we need a dramatic oh, re- re- reenactment. Hindley. We'll do we'll do a, a dramatic well, reenactment with you, you know what in the car, and we can film it like with the camera angle of like Jurassic Park style with like objects look closer than they appear. We can chase the car. Oh, totally. Totally. We'll put Andy in an elephant costume. Absolutely. <laughs> we can use Bubba the alligator. In place of the elephant. There you go. We're done. We're doing it. We're doing it. (laughs) But anyway, so the next day, um, the next day we found four retics. One of them them was 15 feet. One of them was 12 feet. One of them was 10 feet. Um, These guys, I don't know where they get this pissy reputation captivity. The 15-foot female, sure, she struck out, and she was, you know, she, she was kind of pissy, but nothing like I've seen in captivity. And, you know, I mean, we're all sitting here holding this snake and getting our pictures taken with it, and it's just, oh, okay, well, what, you know, if you're going to let me go, that would be great, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then we, uh, uh, at the next water hole, you know, for, for, for anybody that's herped with me, and anybody that's going to herp with me in the future, I'm going to tell you this. Walk behind me because the chances of me walking by the most coolest snake, lizard, whatever, <laughs> is about 99%. <laughs> and nice. so if you walk behind me, you're going to find what I walked past. Nice, nice. So I'm walking through this water hole. Mike's behind me, and he goes, he goes we need the tongs. We need the tongs. There's a snake right here. And I'm like, I just walked there. What are you talking about, a snake? So I walked back. I am not joking. I walked within four feet of a monocle cobra. Oh, oh my God. no. Had no idea that it was there. And now oh. to, you know, to, to 
my credit, it was it was tangled in the weeds, and unless I had the perfect angle, I would have never seen it. And Mike did yeah, have that yeah, perfect yeah. angle where he saw like a quarter inch of the snake's body. Not like you got but the seven. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, my eyes are really far <laughs> off the ground, so I think that that has something to do with it. Plus, guys, I'm man enough to admit I'm getting older, <laughs> and. <laughs> and and my eyes aren't what they were even 40 years ago. Yeah, I hear your eyesight. Was I alive 40 go. years ago? I was alive 40 years ago, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh. so, you know, Jeff goes in for the catch. He has the tongs. He goes in for the catch. This big, beautiful cobra, about five feet long, and, it, of course, it immediately displays, rears its head up, hood out, and, of course, I am shooting hours of footage that I will not use. But, you know, and that's the thing about filmmaking is that you shoot hours of footage for what could be maybe a two-minute segment. And you, the reason I do that is because I want options when I get back to the studio. Of course. This shot's yeah. better than that shot. That shot shows this shot. And da, 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 da. So anyway, but I could not get this guy to move. And there's a, there's a point, and I'm not going to put this in the episode, but there's a point where I'm sitting there filming him, and I literally pick up a stick and put it under his chin and just say, can you just move your head this way? I mean, he just would not. He wouldn't strike. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He hardly hit. And I'm like, there, there's, there's, there's got to be something in the Thailand water that are making these things so docile. It's just a jail mentality. See, like that's why I, you, you know, have to go I, in and you have to go and punch the toughest alpha macaque, and you know, <laughs> that's, for, that's exactly you, right. That's exactly you right. A lot of orange is the new black, and you decided that was your mode to get in. Understandable, <laughs> right? You know, um, so all these quote dangerous reptiles. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the mammals that were giving us uh, giving us the most shit. But you know, we also saw Siamese crocodiles. And he was he was sick and tired of us, you know, standing on the side of the shore. So he, I have this on video. This is going to be in the episode. He he submerges, starts swimming underwater towards us, and the footage is just absolutely amazing. And he jumps out of the water at, at Jeff and I, snaps his jaws, goes back in and swims away. <laughs> Jeff and, I, and Jeff and I are just standing there. We didn't even flinch. We're like, what the hell Go was that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we don't want you kind and, around you know, here. When, when we were finding, uh, what's that? So we don't want your kind around here telling you to get lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, he he was a little pissy, but then, you know, I I, I had to catch a water monitor when we were at Lumpini Park in downtown mm-hmm. uh, Bangkok, and the episode that I'll put up next week is uh, Herping Bangkok. This guy, I'm not joking. He just sat on my forearm and did nothing. What? He was just like a captive, just like a captive monitor. Did you grab him? So, yeah, I grabbed him right off the. Uh, he was he was sleeping, and I snuck up behind him, and I said, wow. "You know, before when we went to this park, which is known for its water monitors, I was like, you know, I don't know that I'm actually going to catch one and disturb it and get scratched and bitten and blah 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 blah." Well, here was this little four footer. He was asleep, and I kept you know, inching closer and inching closer to get my shots. Finally, I realized I'm within grabbing range and he is awake now and doesn't even care that I'm there. And I literally almost, I mean, it was, it was just like this. I literally bent down, <laughs> put my hand on his tail. He didn't move. And I just slid my hand under his belly and picked him up. No dramatic grab. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing. <laughs> and then he, you know, once I pulled him off the ground, he, he got a little, you know, scared. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I'm, I'm sure that if you spend your entire life on the ground, even being lifted up two feet, you're afraid of heights. Yeah, right. so he scratched my arm a little bit, but, you know, you'll see in the video that he's totally chill and just sitting on my arm. Crazy. Well, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing to these animals in captivity to make them so pissy. But in the mm-hmm. wild, these guys were pretty docile. Fascinating. I wonder if it was... Well, I and, mean, and you were seeing everything from the animals that were living in the city to the stuff that was way out in the bush. So, I mean, it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. just so, you an know, acclimation thing or whatever. Right, right. So we saw the cool. city animals, which are so used to people, they couldn't, you know, care if we were there. 
Yeah, that's but you know the 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 retics and the cobras in the jungle, they they, they they we were probably the first human beings I ever saw. Right. And still and so, you know, I mean, Jeff got nailed by a retic, but it was it was a love bite. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it, was, it felt like a kiss. He said, but uh, you know, for the most part, they were just super docile. Interesting. So I can't wait. Yeah, to it was that. really, it was really interesting. I thought we'd come back, you know, ditches and you know, I thought wait. this would be like some hardcore herping, uh, but so how many, yeah, so, so how many Herpers TV episodes are we going to get out of this trip? Uh, four. So the uh, so there's the the episode last month, which was on the uh, on the snake farm and the venom research that they do, which was just right. incredibly fascinating. Yep. Um it's it's in the video that um, there are ten thousand venomous snake bites in that country alone, which is astounding. But because of this snake farm and the not only the species specific venom that they get, but the locality specific venom that they get, they have basically an anti venom for every species of snake in Thailand. And because of that, there are only 12 fatalities per 100,000 snake bites. Jesus. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So they do some absolutely phenomenal work there. And when you think and about so it, that was last month's episode. That's up now. What's that? Wow. I was going to say, even when you think about like the geographic variation that you're talking about, you know, and things like Russell's vipers alone that I've seen, it's it's crazy that exactly you know they're producing stuff on that kind of a level. That's fantastic. Yep, yep. So they have you know king cobras from every province in Thailand, just oh so God. that if somebody is bit by a king cobra in this province, they can say, aha, that anti venom for this province is right here. Right. And, yeah, it was it was pretty incredible, pretty incredible. So. Anyway, the episode that I'll post next week is uh, Herping Bangkok, and I actually just finished that today. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Khao Yai uh, will be uh, will be the will be the next month, and that will you know be Sans the Elephant Attack. <laughs> um, and then the, the the month after that will be the Cobra and Retic Adventure in uh, uh, Shan National Park. Nice. So, cool. yeah, and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to do some, you know, uh, the, the obviously the ball python episodes are, are, are super popular. So um, there's a couple of breeders that I'm going to go and highlight. Uh, so I'll get back on the road and, and, and go visit them. Uh, and then we're planning a trip to Baja, Mexico in September um, for some of the, you know, the really cool, like, Baja is weird because there's there's – there's really not a lot of mountain ranges or anything that blocks it from the United States, but yet there are tons of endemic species on that little peninsula. Right. And they don't what go any be? further north than that. So, those, uh, like vertebralis, for instance. I love those things. I love those, those bippies. Those things are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so cool. we're planning That's that. Cool, and then, yeah, and then we're, we're, we're going to plan a couple of other international herb trips. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, right now, you know, this is, this is what I do for a living. I have a, I have a television show that I'm doing for, you know, our, our, uh, Twin Cities public television and we're working on that. And then I've got the movie with Louis Anderson that I'm still like 99% finished with, but for the majority of my time, Herpers TV is what I, God, I just love doing it. And, uh, you know, I love the people, I love the fans, and this is where I'm going to, you know, focus my concentration, at least for the next year. Very cool. Well, good, dude. I'm glad to hear that, because you do it very, very well. We always enjoy well, you, you. checking out your your view on, on the Herp world is, is always a good, it's a plus. So good job, dude. I can't wait. Well, I, I'm looking forward to definitely checking out the rest of these installments of Herpers TV. Um you know, I, I, I definitely am going to make it to Bangkok, despite what I've learned watching in Leo DiCaprio's movie, The Beach. I'm going to go, and I'm going to have a good time, and, and not worry. But uh, it's definitely on the bucket list, and especially after hearing your stories, man. It, it's, it's fantastic. Oh, dude. Okay. Get, you know what? Call Emma after the show. Say, we're going to Bangkok, and, and, and you know, meet her in Bangkok. So. Oh, she put up no fight because she's been trying to get me to go, so we're definitely going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember her talking about it when we were in Florida, so. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. We're going to go. And uh, I don't know, you know, maybe you might remember my phone number the next time you head out to Bangkok or something. And you might give her brother a call and see if he wants to head out with you. What was number? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah 976 <laughs> Dude, one of these days, one of these days we will get out in the field for sure that you know, you and I out in the field, dude, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> Come to the Pine Barrens, man, here in Jersey. Like, we will have a, a field herping extravaganza. And mm. just the folklore alone in the Pine Barrens, like, even if we didn't see her, there's so much great shit to film out there. And yep. it's 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 well, really like... Yeah, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk behind the scenes, and and you should come and 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 check it out because it's it's very good, and I love the pines. I'm like a one. Well, I, you know what? I, yeah, I I yeah. want to see a pine snake. I want to see you know, well, all the stuff that's in the pine forest. But I really want to see the Jersey Devil. If you can make that happen, that would be awesome. Oh, we're working. I'm, damn it! I have to produce that one for Emma too, so we might have to make it a two first. Come out and join us. And, um, Just for Andy to best. put on like some like a devil costume and get up in a tree. What? I would never do anything like that. Andy's gonna be dressed like a brony, running around the winged horse. But he's not supposed to have purple sparkly hair, Andy. You don't know. Sure, <laughs> he's a jerk. You know, there's um, it's funny. There's this movie. What is it called? The Thirteenth child or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. So yeah. there's a movie no. that was really yeah. there's a really low budget movie about the Jersey Devil called The Thirteenth Child or something like that. And it was filmed in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. But I cracked me up because they uh they used the services of the local herpetological associates company um and uh they like did all these scenes with reptiles with it was hilarious because I remember he was talking about it. he was all proud and this guy like showed up to some herp like a, a park meeting and it was like showing clips from this movie, and people were like, "What the fuck are we watching?" And just because it had like three shots of timber rattlesnakes in the whole movie or whatever. But nice. um, no, the, the Jersey Devil stuff is fun, and and uh, the Pine Barrens itself is like really a fascinating place from a folklore point of view. It's a very old town and very different, and like there's just a lot of really cool things, like the most amazing yeah. water you will yeah. ever drink in the world. I'm not kidding about that. Oh, Comes the, what, the most amazing water. Yeah, thank you, Dave. You're I, disagreeing with I'm me. I'm not drinking that water. You disagree? Okay, so here's the thing, Dave, right? The water there is amazing. The, the Pine Barrens is a giant aquifer, and because it's got this really, really fine, fine sand, it's called sugar sand, um, when it rains, yeah. the sugar yeah. sand filters the water down to an almost, like, perfectly pure water, and then it goes underground to the aquifer. So, anyway, it's got this huge, like, I can't even explain the water, but every time I go there, I fill up like jugs of water and I bring it back with me because it's so damn good. It's like no minerals at all in it, and it's just. Oh, well, you're, you're, you're sitting on a gold mine here, Danny. Why don't you bottle that shit up and and and, well, like, and, was, and, and sell it? That was the plan in the 1900s. That like the Wharton State Park down there was was purchased by the the Wharton. I forgot his first name, but the dude's name is Wharton. Um, he purchased that whole area to essentially pipeline it to New York City which is only literally, like, 45 miles yeah. away. Um, mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. he bought it to pipe it to New York City, but then it ended up not happening, and he just donated the land to it and become a nature preserve. But um, it was actually thought of some, somebody was going to make mad loot on that water at first. Dave, don't, get, don't digress my show into, like, boarding water talk. This is what you're doing to me now. Just, just get your ass over to the Water. Library. You need We're to gonna... bottle that up, put a fancy name on it, like Danny Mendez's Girardia. <laughs> Girardia. For those of you who know what Girardia is, you're laughing now. <laughs> That's the Girardia water. Who's <laughs> waiting? <laughs> Bring Fabio back. So, all right, we we talked about <laughs> elephants and water. What else? What you know? How's the weather over there? <laughs> I know it goes from nowhere from there. You know, at this point, right. just have to ask you as, as uh, this is a herb <laughs> show, right? Yeah, yeah, well, let me, uh, sometimes it can be. You know, you just have to sit here and wonder, as as, as a filmmaker in the reptile <laughs> world, do you, do you think that someday you're, you're going to wake up to find your own dick pics on the internet? Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, hey, I have these ball pythons hatching right now. <laughs> no, see, I got you quiet. That, that's, 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 that, we, 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 we call that a swing and a miss there, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude. <laughs> we have the best times. We definitely have to get some of this shit on film and show it to people that we um some of the stuff that we get to do behind the scenes is a lot of fun when we hang out. But yeah, seriously, come to Jersey 
and, and thanks for coming and telling us about your adventures in Thailand. You've made me thoroughly jealous, and I want to yeah. check it out. Um, make sure you, you guys go. check you out go. TV. Yeah, we're going to go. Um, you can see us on a future installment of Herpers TV yes, when, when Dave invites us out to Bangkok. And then um, I want to be invited to Bangkok. You've got to be we'll careful how you say invited you out to Bangkok. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole show just for Bangkok alone, Dave. <laughs> anyway, bro, thanks for coming. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Let's not make it three years anymore. <laughs> anyway, Dave, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for always keeping us laughing and telling us about your awesome projects. I can't wait to see um, what you come up with in the future episodes and definitely going to be following along on your adventures that you are wonderfully kind enough to share with us with us this evening here on UJR. Absolutely. Um, My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, man. Thanks. We're going to catch up soon with you, and um, I don't know, maybe we'll see you for oh, Tinley, I guess, right? Yep, we'll see you for Tinley, right? Uh, yeah, Tinley, or you know what? We, we kind of run into each other everywhere in the world, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Lake we'll, San Diego, we'll see where the travels go. We'll find each other with our travels, and we will rock it sometime soon, brother. <laughs> right on, right on. All right, man, thanks. All right, guys, thanks day. for having me on. Take care, buddy. All right, later, guys. Bye-bye. This is Dominic Monahan, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Jungle Radio. This is Dominic Monahan, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. Thanks for that, Dominic. Special thanks to the Dave Kaufman for. Um, he loves to talk, man. I love dude. He's awesome, dude. He goes cracks me up. He's he's fun. I like to like make him because Dave is like very like he's like a, a I want to say PC guy, but he's like a very like straightforward kind of guy and stuff. So I just love to mess with him and get him uncomfortable. <laughs> but I love him. I but love it's hard Dave. to get a word in edgewise to make him uncomfortable. Hey, he's got a lot to say. He does have a lot to say, and well, he's thoroughly enjoying. But uh, sometimes you want to kind of you know ask a question or comment on it, and he just barrels right over you and. He's excited about his, his goddamn elephant and, and taking out prison monkeys and and all that good. How much? Okay. How I would tell my story. Paid, how much would you have paid just to watch Dave Kaufman <laughs> sucker punch a Dude, macaque male? Oh my god! And like, the alpha it, male. I want to do it and like I want to get footage of that and have it like in slow mo where you see like the like the cheek and like the spit come flying out as they like yeah right as they like punch each other and shit. And then, like, overlay to, like, kung fu fighting. And, yes. oh, my God, it'd be fucking great. Are you That's kidding? something else we have to recreate that we one have as well. To, we have to do that. We have so many dramatic recreations <laughs> to do with Dave when we catch up with him. Poor man has no oh idea my God. What, what awaits for him. But, <laughs> oh, man, shout out to Dave and Herpers TV. Do check out Herpers TV. If you yes. are a dedicated reptile fan, I'm pretty sure that you already know about Herpers TV. Yep. But if you are living somewhere in a little closet and do not know about it, check it out. Um... Dave has been working on it. it's a project, a love, a passion project for a long time, and he's done a great job with it. So, um, yeah, more power to him. And um, totally jealous. Yeah. I know I got to get out to Bangkok, Thailand for sure. You can have fun with that. Huh? I want to go to Bangkok because I just want to party in there, like like in the beach, the movie, the beach, and just kind of check it out. Yeah, like, do you? Just like from afar, like in and oh, out, okay. real quick. Right. Like I just want to see the craziness, you know. No. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's been entertaining to go into little hole-in-the-wall countries and see the seedier side of the world there. Dude, there are plenty of seedier sides of the Americas. That's that true. No, Jersey. but there's a certain flavor, man. There's a certain flavor. Yeah, like, there's a certain flavor in New Jersey. Too. No, yeah, it's true. That much is true. There's a certain flavor in my fucking town, let me yeah. tell you. Um, it's true. There are, there are flavors. You know what, man? If, if Dave doesn't have Murray Head... <laughs> Playing as the music. Dude, I'm gonna. I should have started the show with that fucking song. I thought about it, and it's great, but oh, Dave, you have to use that song. If you you need to use that song. If you need money for. I'm in the city. Let me know. I'll help you out with that, but. Jesus, man, you need that as, at least oh, as, as a rejoinder. Now I gotta buy that. <laughs> you know, we have it, right? Do I, ha- I have to have it. I'm pretty oh, sure man. you have it somewhere. I thought I had it. Um, oh, God. You see that David's gonna make me dig out the like eighties collection. <laughs> uh, that's a great song. It's a great it is a great song. One night in Bangkok. This is Danny typing looking for one night in Bangkok. Yeah, I wanna find it now. 
The world's your oyster. Come on. Come on, Vivo. <laughs> oh, come on. Can we sign into YouTube? Oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, unfortunately, 
I think that they failed to really take a close look at this picture before using it as an example of hypocrisy because the picture had absolutely nothing to do with the original post considering the alligator had no fucking arms or legs on that side of its body. It is a two-legged alligator and you're going to sit there and compare a two-legged alligator that I'm holding at chest level to a croc monitor hugging your fucking neck around your arteries and your face being chewed off by serrated teeth within, like, you know, the possibility happening. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. So, well, it's so absurd that there's no logic in it. So all I can do, Andy, is sit back and revel in it and revel in the fact that I have caused somebody to have a bad fucking day. I have caused somebody to ponder something so heavily that it has made them angry from fucking thousands of miles away. I am fucking nowhere near these people. These people have never met me in their life. But what I say matters so fucking much to them. It's fan-fucking-tastic, Andy. Fantastic. That's all I have to say about that. Really? That's it? <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty not short. It. Okay, all right. That's really all there is to say is the fact that the issue itself was stupid and now you're worth discussing because there was no issue. All I said that it, it was a stupid thing to do. And um, it is a stupid thing, thing to like, do. You didn't start it out, this is stupid. Like, had you had said, when you reshared the picture, if you right. said, this is fucking stupid, right. then I could see where people... Or, or this girl like, is fucking stupid and makes it a personal But that wasn't what you time. said. You just said, um, yeah, nope. And then people just said. ran with it. And because, and because you know, people automatically ran to her defense and white-knighted her. And you know what? They're her friends, so of course they're going to white-knight her. And, you know, it is what it is. But that's how the internet is. That's how Facebook is. That's how social media is. And I'm just fucking done with it. But my favorite part, my absolute favorite part, is when you were threatened with physical violence. <laughs> and you made not one physical threat to anyone. Yeah, you called health people bitches. No, not one, one guy in particular who was a bitch because his ex-girlfriend is a friend of ours, and she tells me all the time about how he used to cry to her all the time, so he was a bitch. So that's why I made it personal at that point, because I was being attacked, and I had fun with him and called him a bitch. And, and I think I called him a vagina. I called him a pussy. Sorry, I called him a pussy. And, and I did apologize to all pussies around the world for comparing them to him at some point. I just think it was, I just, think it was just really <laughs> stupid how it just, it escal- like literally, it escalated so Quickly. It was everywhere. And then people started throwing in their own fucking opinions about the reptile report and how they shouldn't be doing this and they should don't you don't like it? Fucking stop and, following them. And the beauty who of it too. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like who cares? If you don't like it, just shut the fuck up. It's on the internet. But the beauty of it is is like even in my situation, I posted that on my personal page. Like, it wasn't like I put it on UGR, which has, you know, 20-fold the reach, right. um, and made it, like, an issue or, you know, open for public comment. This is my opinion on my fucking page, and it set the internet on fire. And I want to thank you for giving me that power. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how anyone would want to give you that power. Because really <laughs> with great power, Andy, comes great douchebaggery. And You're I am going to love it. Uh, internet, thank you. Thank you so much for entertaining me. And I promise that as soon as my suspension ends in less than 12 hours now, I will resume the butthurt. So be ready. Be ready, Internet. Andy's off. He's leaving the I'm Internet. Done. Andy's done. He's you out. come find me on Instagram where there's less drama at AndyV1331. Everywhere else, I'm fucking done. I'm tagging you on these posts now then. Take away, man. Take away. I'm fucking done. Ah, Internet, I love you. I love you so fucking fucking much. You know what? I really <laughs> wish people cared that much about other things that are going on in this world today. Or at least relevant things. I mean, you do care about other things going on in the world, but no, like, stupid shit. Like, nobody cares about, you know, like, rhinos and deforestation. No one cares about shark finning and rhinos yeah, and rattlesnakes being mutilated and killed like, and who the actual president is going to be. <laughs> Like those are the issues that our country is going to be blown up tomorrow. Those those are the issues that should matter, not some fucking pictures on a social media website. Who fucking cares, man? But if it's going to be a social media website, I hope it's mine. (laughs) Have fun, my friend.
right. Um, that's a show, Andy. That is a show, my friend. Do you feel like that was a show? That was a show. That was a show. It was a show. <laughs> it, was a, it was an atypical Urban Jungles radio show. <laughs> I would like to thank Dave Kaufman for, yeah. of course, joining us here on Urban Jungles Radio. Dave Kaufman. Dav. Go check out Dav and Herper's <laughs> TV. And, uh, it's on uh, YouTube. It's Herper's TV. Herper's on TV. YouTube. Go subscribe. Yeah, and find him on Facebook and all that good stuff. Dave's a good dude. Worth the follow. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. And I'd like to thank you, our Jungle Junkies, of course. Yes, thank you. For making it spectacular. Thank you for entertaining us with your hatred and your love and everything else. And your passion and glorious. Uh, Sure, I'll say. I'm not going to say passion. I can't say passion. Why? It is passion. See, how could you say it's not passion? All right, you know what? It's misdirected passion. Well, all passion is misdirected. Not really. Yes, it is. It always is. It's passions like, 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 just, it, okay, so one of the stupidest things I think you could ever, oh, man, you're making me get into this now. I wanted to end this. I, well, then end okay, it. Okay, well, no, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I have to explain myself. Okay. All right. One of the stupidest things, stupidest phrases that I hear all the time is when people are like, you should follow your passion. Make your passion real. Make it happen. Okay. No, don't make your passion real because. A lot of people suck, even at their passion. Like, your passion is a good thing, but, like, it might not be enough to get you through life. So, okay, so then... What, don't do that. Okay, go, this kind of <laughs> thing goes back then to social media. Mm-hmm. It's their passion. Why should you give a shit about their passion? I don't give a shit about their passion. But I just like did, to get them angry. But that's the thing. That's the way we're doing right now. Shut the show down. Shut the show down. The Beast Master has spoken. Get around me, Andy. I get my thrills above the waistline. Ladies.